You're listening to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. Hi, you guys. I'm Sarah, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. I believe that every person has their own inner light. It's their innate goodness and strength. My desire is to share stories, inspiration, and applicable ideas that will help you fill your own inner light ignite. Today, we're talking about how to make room inside of you for more feelings, particularly things that seem like they conflict. But first, I wanted to answer a listener question. So the question is wanting to learn more about how to do movement and what's okay for movement when you're pregnant and everything is changing. First of all, congratulations. That's such exciting news. And yes, oh my gosh, so much, so much changes. And your body is just one of those things. First of all, I'll remind you that I am not a healthcare professional. I am a movement expert, okay? So make sure you're clear to do things before you do. But my, my first recommendation is listen to your body. If you were doing something before you were pregnant, most likely it's pretty safe to do while you're pregnant as well. Your body's used to doing things and you'd be surprised by how much you actually can do while you're pregnant. Um, your body's pretty good about letting you know what isn't isn't okay. You know, you're told to like not do deep twists when you're pregnant in yoga, but guess what? Like you can't. So like your body tells you pretty clearly that it's not an option. Um, I was doing headstands and I went to a yoga class the night before I had my son and did a headstand. It was all fine. So yeah, just listen to your body, you know, things that are higher impact, they'll often become uncomfortable as you get farther into your pregnancy. Just listen to your body. Um, Advice that I have outside of that is to remember that we identify so much with our bodies. So much of our sense of self comes from our body and the way that we move our bodies. Okay, so as everything else is changing and you're getting ready for a new state of life, remember to do movement that is familiar. Okay, doing movement that is familiar to you can help ground you in who you are while everything else around you is changing. So that's just the other advice I have. Do movement that's familiar. If you have questions that you want to send in to me to be answered, my email is sarah with an H, okay, sarah at soulsparkmovement.com or you can obviously find me on Instagram at soulsparkmovement. Um, exciting things coming up real quick. Just wanted to let you know, I will be teaching some public movement classes, somatic movement in particular, at Mindful Counseling. It is in Orem, Utah. It is part of the schedules that are being offered in their mental health studio. If you live nearby, check it out. Their website is mindfulcounselingutah.com and I'll put a link to that in my show notes. Just to let you guys know before we get into the topic, last thing I promise, summer is coming up. My kids' last day of school is today, okay? They're, they're going to be home with me all summer, and so podcast episodes are going to be sporadic. Yes, I'm still doing it. I don't yet know what kind of semblance of order we're going to have. It kind of takes a little while to settle into that, but I do have some great interviews lined up for you guys, as well as some more great episodes to share with you. So if you're wanting to be sure you don't miss anything as they are going to be more sporadic, not like they haven't been already, but they're going to be, I can plan for this. I know they're going to be more sporadic. Um, just make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. 
All right, let's get into it today. Let's get into this topic. Maybe you're wondering what in the world I even mean by making room inside of you for more feelings. Making room inside of you for an and instead of a this or a that in particular. Things that might seem conflicting. So I'll just tell a story to demonstrate a little bit what I mean by this. A couple months ago, I was having a talk with a friend. We were talking about religion. This is not going to be about religion. Okay, hang in there. We were talking about religion and some of the some of the things that don't seem to make sense in the religion that I'm a part of. I was talking to him about how I understood a lot of his questions, a lot of the problems he had with the, the religion. I myself have struggled with it. Uh, a lot of questions that I've had. And well, he was like, well, why, why are you still in it? And I was like, well, I just decided that I had room inside of me for all of it, all the hard things and also all the good things. And he was like, huh, that's interesting. Like, isn't that unbearable? Isn't that too much to feel? And I said, no, it's not. It's actually easier. Okay. Oftentimes we have things that feels so conflicting. Okay. I'm not just meaning religion. I mean like feelings about our lives, feelings about other people. Yeah. We're, we're torn and it feels like we have to make a decision. It has to be this or that. But, um, I think sometimes things are a little different than a this or a that. Sometimes we can make room for an and things can be both. Let me share a quote with you. I have actually already shared this exact quote before the episode I shared back in February, Valentine's Day, I believe, but it is so applicable here. I have to share it again. And who doesn't love Thich Nhat Hanh? So this is a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh. And in this quote, he compares your heart to a river. Okay. He says, if you pour a handful of salt into a cup of water, the water becomes undrinkable. But if you pour the salt into a river, people can continue to draw the water to cook, wash, and drink. The river is immense, and it has the capacity to receive, embrace, and transform. When our hearts are small, our understanding and compassion are limited, and we suffer. We can't accept or tolerate others and their shortcomings, and we demand that they change. But when our hearts expand, these same things don't make us suffer anymore. We have a lot of understanding and compassion and can embrace others. We accept others as they are, and then they have a chance to transform. So the big question is, how do we help our hearts to grow? Okay, that's the end of that quote. I know it's a long one. In that quote, he's talking about relationships and how when our hearts are small, the hard things about other people, we don't have room for them and they, they sour things for us and we're on, we suffer, okay? This can happen in any way though, with any kind of feeling, yeah? When our hearts are small, when our capacity to feel is small and limited, when something hard comes along, when there's something painful, something uncomfortable that comes along and we just have a little bit of room to receive, it can ruin us, right? It can take up all of the room that we have inside. And so I wanted to just explore this idea of how do we help our hearts expand so that when something hard comes into our life, when there's some pain, that we have room inside of us for more than just the suffering. We have room for an and. 
So what kinds of things can help your heart expand to be able to have room for more, even for emotions that seem conflicting? I wanted to share with you five ways that you can learn how to do this. The first one is a movement principle, a pattern of movement. This is called body half. Okay, if you're familiar with physical therapy or some other modalities, they would call it a homolateral movement. My training calls it body half. But in body half, one side of the body is stable. One side of the body is mobile. There's a very definite midline in the body. So you can try this out if you have room to get on the ground and crawl around. Go ahead and try it. So the goal is to have your right side of the body working together and moving together and your left side. So you would have your left knee and lower legs supporting you and your left hand supporting you. And you would take your right arm and leg forward to crawl, right? Then your right arm would become the stable side. Your left arm and leg would come forward to crawl. And you would just be moving one half of the body, the other half of the body, one half of the body, the other half of the body. You can also kind of experience this as well just by balancing on one leg. Imagine the midline of your body. Put weight into one leg. If you're putting your weight into your left leg, put your left hand on your hip and then really be aware of that midline of the body and allow your right side to move around in whatever way that looks for you. Yeah, right side is mobile, left side is stable. Then you switch the other way. So the thing that I love about this concept is that we can physically experience our capacity to hold two seemingly conflicting things at one time. Stability, mobility, those are two opposites, right? But you have the capacity to hold both. In fact, it helps you to progress if you can hold both. It's a necessary step. We all went through this as we learned to use our own bodies to progress, to be able to move to walking, So your own body in this instance can teach you what is possible. You have room inside of you to hold conflicting things, to have an and instead of an or. Okay, another thing that can help you learn how to expand your heart, to help your heart grow. Not a fun one, but pain itself can teach you how to have more room inside of you, to feel more. Pain has taught me how to feel more deeply, and how to hold more than one feeling at once. A little over 10 years ago, I, I remember I was diagnosed with uh, a birth defect in my uterus. It was when my husband and I were first starting to try to have a family. Okay, and I was devastated because it, it changed my whole plan for my whole life. I was going to have a big family. And here I was being told like that most likely was not going to happen. But I didn't want that one thing to ruin my life. I had so much pain, but I also decided that I was still going to love my life, that I still had room inside of me for joy. Pain, I have learned, it carves, it's like it carves out room inside of us. Much like how water, wind, and sediment wears down a rock over time to make a canyon to make a new beautiful place, to make room inside of something that didn't have room inside of it before. 
pain is like that. It is not comfortable, but it expands our capacity to feel. And just like a canyon can become a dazzling, beautiful, quiet place of refuge, pain carves a place within us to house more peace, wisdom, depth, love, and true beauty. Pain can help you, if you let it, make more room inside of you to expand your heart, to be able to feel more and suffer less. Another thing that helps is love. That's good news, right? You don't just have to have pain to teach you these important lessons, but love. Okay, if you can just learn to really, really love someone, you'll find that love also teaches you about your own capacity to feel, your capacity to do good, to hold space inside of you for more than you thought was possible. That is one of the biggest blessings that I have received in being a mother is I've learned that I have way more love, ability to love than I ever thought possible. And I can extend that capacity to myself. I can expand that to other people who aren't just my kids. (laughs) Okay, Love can also help us to expand our hearts, to feel more so that we suffer less. And number four is another thing that I've learned through movement, somatic movement in particular. So if you remember, somatic movement is about your felt experience as a mover. As you do things where you become more aware of what you're feeling inside as you move, what body sensations are there, what emotions are there, because those are felt experiences in our bodies as well, right? As you get more and more familiar with the space inside your skin, you'll realize how much space is inside of you. This You have this vast capacity within you to feel. And you'll experience that again in a physical way, how much room you have inside of you to feel all the things, even things that seem to conflict. The last thing you can do to expand your heart, to make more room inside of you, to feel this and that instead of this or that. Is you just decide to. Now, the things I listed before, those things can help us wrap our heads around the possibility that we can feel more. Even we can feel conflicting things, but it's a decision you have to make. So often, I've said this before, but so often there are things in our life that we say, I can't do that. I can't feel grief and joy. But really, often it's I won't. I won't feel grief and joy. We refuse one or the other. We are complex beings. We can have complex feelings. Like I have so so much love and gratitude for the life that I have right now. I have two beautiful miracle children that I love so much and a good husband and a home. Okay, and guess what? I also have grief and sadness over a lot of things that just weren't meant to be in my life. And it's okay. I got room inside me for all of it. In fact, I think that when I do that, when I decide I have room in me for all of it, and I let in the grief, and I let in as much space as it wants to take up inside of me, I have found that that just 
grief that I carry just deepens my joy somehow. So you get to decide when it comes down to it. You decide, will you open yourself up to all the ands that you need? I promise you that doing it, it's not overwhelming. It seems like you'll go crazy if you make room for all that feeling, right? And things that seem to conflict and don't make sense. But I have found for myself that it's not unbearable. It doesn't make me feel crazy. It just makes pain like salt in a river. I'm big enough to handle it. There's a quote from Walt Whitman that I love. He says, I am large. I contain multitudes. And I think that's true for all of us. We have so much capacity to feel, so much capacity for who we can be. And all we have to do is decide there's room and allow life to teach us through our bodies, through our emotions, through our thoughts, how to make room for more. It's an abundant way of living and I love it. You are large. You contain multitudes. And as you make room inside of you for more, you'll find that you suffer less. Make room for all the ants, all the conflicting things. And you might be surprised by how really it's just letting in more joy. You guys, thank you so much, so much for joining me today. I hope you can feel that light inside of you and that you know that I didn't give it to you. That light is yours. It's yours. And trusting it can get you through whatever life sends your way. Whether it's a big hardship or just a little fear of letting in more feeling, of letting in more people, you are good and you are strong. Carry that truth with you. Fill your light. Ignite. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you guys next time.